In the next 3 videos, you will have a brief overview of using Action in ConnectFX. Action is the main 3D compositor in Autodesk Smoke. We've already seen Action as a Timeline FX, but now you'll see how it functions in the ConnectFX environment. We'll start back in the sequence, where we have the 3 layers on top of each other as a result of the conform. The only Timeline FX is on the bottom segment. This is a resized Timeline FX, because this segment's resolution is different from the sequence. We'll build the actual 3D composite in ConnectFX. Hold COMMAND and multi-select all 3 segments for the composite. Now press CONTROL TAB for the FX ribbon. There are a variety of options to take multi-selections into ConnectFX. We're going to build these segments into a 3D composite. So set the option to SELECTION AS 3D COMP. Select CREATE ConnectFX. We won't need the media panel for this example, so press one left arrow to hide it. The same keyboard shortcut will bring it back. In ConnectFX, the segments have been converted into source nodes and there are a few things to look at. Firstly, you will see the background has a resize node in its connection. This is translated from the sequence. To work with the full resolution of the image, we do not want the resize node. So hold OPTION COMMAND and drag the node out of the connection. Dropping the node at the bottom of the screen will permanently delete it. The 3 MUX nodes in the node tree maintain any of the source's timings translated from the edit. In other words, if one segment started slightly before or after the others in the layered sequence, the MUX nodes will keep the timing offset in ConnectFX. The background image and both green screen images are already connected to action using the media input nodes. However, in order to key the green screens correctly, you need to take the yellow output from the MUX nodes and connect it to the blue matte inputs of the media input nodes. Do not take the blue outputs from the MUX nodes as the green screen sources do not have an alpha channel. Action also has a background input if you need to track a background or you want to superimpose a background behind the composite. But in most cases, you probably want the background as a layer that interacts with the 3D composite. We can now go into Action and start working on the composite. Double-click the Action node and go to the Actions Media menu. Clicking the Media Input nodes in the ConnectFX schematic will highlight the corresponding entry in the Action Media list. Think of the Media list as a project bin that holds media to be used in the Action 3D composite. You can see that the Media node number corresponds with the number assigned to each media entry in the Media list. Each media entry typically has a fill and alpha and you can turn them on and off. For example, if I didn't need the matte or alpha of an image, you could turn it off and it would not key any more. I'll just turn that back on. I could also turn the background on or off if I had one loaded in action. Running along the row of each media entry are various processing tools that you can apply to loaded media such as keying, colour correction, blurring, slipping and cropping. So you can perform certain operations directly in Action without using any more ConnectFX nodes. For example, we need to key the two green screen shots. In the keyer column for the first media entry, double-click on the empty box. 
This takes us into the modular keyer. You've already learned how to pull a standard key with the master keyer, so this would be great practice for you. But in the interests of time, I will press the load button. In the file browser, you can navigate to the modular keyer folder that is supplied with the getting started downloadables. Click the setup and replace the existing settings. When you exit the modular keyer, you will see the image keyed. A MK symbol appears in the keyer column telling you that this media entry is currently being keyed. To mute the effect, hold Option and click the effect and the symbol goes black. Option click again will unmute. I don't want to do this, but if you want to remove and reset the tool, hold Control Option and click on the box. Now we have a second green screen to key. What's handy in this scenario is that the first key was shot with the same conditions as the second. So select the MK symbol in the keyer box. Click the copy button. Select the empty keyer box for the second media entry. Click paste. This will copy the key between media entries. If you need to tweak the key, you can go into the modular keyer and make changes. Now these media inputs in action can be used for a whole range of objects in the 3D composite. By default, when you add an input into action, Smoke automatically creates a new surface object in the composite and textures it with the media from the media list. To understand what is going on inside the 3D composite, you need to use the action schematic. Select the viewer showing the connect effect schematic and press escape. The viewer now shows the action schematic, which represents the objects inside the action node. Notice that the nodes in the action schematic look different from the nodes in the connect effect schematic. The action schematic shows the objects in the 3D composite and how they can control and relate to each other. This differs from the connect effect schematic, where it shows a series of processes creating a result, as mentioned in the connect effects video. So in the action schematic, you have image objects that make up the composite in the result view. The numbers assigned under the image nodes are the same as in the media list. This is how you trace what media is being used and where. Notice each image in the schematic has an axis node connected to it. In Smoke, you don't adjust an object's geometry directly. You attach an axis node to it to position it in 3D space. Axis nodes are invisible in the final composite. The closest comparison I can compare it to is a null object in other applications. Double-clicking on any of these nodes will bring up their controls in the object menu. The object menu is divided into two sections. Each section is actually the same, but it allows you to see the object controls for the nodes that are connected in the action schematic. The tabs along the top of the object menus tell you what node controls you are looking at. In this case, the left section shows the axis node controls. And on the right, you see the surface controls for the connected image object. Before we start compositing with the 3D environment, there is one setting I would like you to check. Under the connect effects preferences, you will find the node preferences for the selected node. In this case, it is the preferences for action. 
Under the Rendering tab, you will find a setting called Z Buffer. Please ensure it is enabled. This will help our objects correctly composite in the 3D environment. We'll be coming back to the Preferences menu later to enable edge anti-aliasing and motion blur. Please move on to Action Part 2 to continue your smoke getting started experience.